in Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. The round, the wow. Round, the mound, round of mound rebound. of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. However, by being caustically optimistic, it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. It's all right. Come on in. Start a lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks saying Eric Fry back here in a studio with me. So turn to my right. He's actually here. Yes, I am. Hello. In the the flesh. Hello, Mr. Sparks. Yes. Hello, Mr. Eric Fry. Alive and well. Alive and well. Very good. Very good to see you, and of course, so we'll be uh, talking to some local sports here on the way. We got some uh, soccer regionals that uh, took place uh, yesterday and uh, last night, exciting one there in uh, Greenville that we'll get to, and uh, we'll hit up on the uh, schedule for today as well, and of course, we'll be talking to some Major League Baseball postseason action as a game number two of the NLCS was last night. Not much of a game, but uh, we'll talk about it and uh, we'll hit up on today's game of three for the ALCS as it's all alone for you today as it shifts back there to uh, Texas. And uh, we'll, well, the whole entire series is in Texas, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Arlington, wherever they play. Arlington, I think, is where they play. And we'll talk about it as well as, uh, you know, baseball's in their postseason. Well, uh, football, high school football at least, uh, they're going to have their uh, postseason as it's going to start next week. But uh, that means the uh, playoff selection show is going to be on uh, Saturday. That means, of course, if you haven't heard, last couple days we've been telling you about it. But uh, we got our uh, playoff show going to be on uh, Saturday as well from uh, 7 to 9 Right here on 98.9, we'll get you live reactions from uh, when the pairings are released from all of our different area teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got a, a lot to uh, cover, a lot to get to, as we usually have just one day dedicated for that. But we have to have uh, several days dedicated to that with a lot of things to unwrap there as we enter week at number nine, the last week of the uh, regular season uh, there. As we heard a couple of days ago from uh, Coach Wilson talking about, it's already week nine already and it seemed like just yesterday the season was was started and it was in august and we were worried about the the heat yep with the thermometer readings 
And now we're here in week nine, worried about the postseason. Yep. Worried about getting five wins. Is five wins enough? Yeah. And uh, we'll be here to tackle it all here from uh, all of our teams, how good a shape that they're in I, towards uh, the final week. I'm going to be honest, Travis. Mm-hmm. This Saturday is the most excited I've been for a playoff show in a while. Past right. couple of years, the bubble's been really soft. It's basically mm-hmm. get five wins and you're in. There wasn't a whole lot of intrigue, at least at our local level. Like yeah. This year, there's a lot of intrigue. There is. There's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot. Right, yeah, exactly. And it's going to make for feel a the same very way. exciting Saturday and a very exciting Friday night as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll see how those uh, results uh, from uh, Friday uh, will uh, shake out and pan out. So we'll be previewing those matchups as well from around the area as well. All right, uh, so we got a lot to uh, tackle here today. Uh, so uh, we need to just go ahead and get it started. And we need to get started with what we always do. It's the first segment called First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off in Major League Baseball. The postseason, game number two of the NLCS was last night. And it was all of Philadelphia as the Phillies put up a 10 spot last night against the D-backs. And Phillies take a 2-0 series lead. And they won it last night, a 10-2-0. And they did it again. It all started in the first inning yep. as Trey Turner went deep. They're in the first, and that made it one nothing. And then it was a Kyle Schwarber's return, uh, or turn, I guess you'd say, as he hit a home run last night or two nights ago, and he had not one but two homers last night, and that made it three to nothing at that point. So, uh, and again, every time that Schwarber does uh, good, I have some uh, people that I follow that are Cub fans, and just a reminder that. The Cubs didn't have enough money to pay yep. Kyle Schwarber. Yep. And here he is hitting uh, three home runs in the past two days uh, for the CS, including a couple last night. Now, I will tackle that argument in a second, <laughs> Travis. For first, let's let's start with the basics. Can someone tell the Diamondbacks that we are still playing baseball? Yeah. Someone tell them to start showing up to these games. It'll see us just started. I, Travis, I think they used all their magic getting here. Yeah, they, I don't think they got anything left. They used it all against the Dodgers. They did. <laughs> they they have nothing left, or maybe that Dodgers series gave them a false sense of security. Maybe the confidence mm-hmm. was through the roof, whatever it may be. But they are in a major hole. Now, with that being said, the Phillies are 6-0 and at home this season. They, they have are. yet to lose this postseason. They have mm-hmm. a plus 31 run differential at home, which is the second largest in a single postseason in MLB history. So they've done it at home all postseason long. So when they have to go on a road, that they have a little bit of trouble, mm-hmm. but just a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, Travis, I I'm gonna say it. I would be very Uh-oh. shocked if this series goes past five games. Hmm. I mean, yeah, no doubt the way that the Phillies are playing right now. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility because Diamondbacks they threw their two best out here. Yeah. And it neither, did them nothing. Neither one, neither one won, mm-hmm. and neither did any good. So they kind of threw their best shot out there, 
and it did nothing. It didn't work. No. So, so I, mean, I it doesn't matter if I. I don't think it matters whether the Phillies play at home. They obviously step it up yeah. in that atmosphere. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. I think the Phillies are just playing some awesome baseball right now. And, and Travis, let's let's go hypothetical here because, you know, I love going hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. Let's say that this series goes five and is over. Mm-hmm. And let's say the ALCS goes five and is over. And let's say the World Series, who gar- regardless of who wins, goes five games. Uh-huh. Would you not call this the boringest postseason in MLB history? Ooh. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know about the the most boring, but it definitely has had a lot of sweeps and... And lack of excitement. Yeah. Lack of Lack of drama. drama. Yeah. Lack I would of, give you that. Lack you of know, drama. Not, not to say you need this, but there hasn't been that moment where, you know, teams are getting mad at each other. Like... You know, because they're playing the each Phillies other. The Phillies and Braves were it. Well, that, that was That was it. the closest. Mm-hmm. But even that, the series was over. Like right. That, but that was the closest we got. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, just, sure. it, it feels like this postseason is just meh. Yeah, definitely feels that way with both Philly up two zero now and a team that we'll see later tonight, the yes. Rangers up two zero. Yes, Rangers haven't lost this postseason yet. I I know that is so, incredible. Hopefully the Astros can get back in and no, just they get some sort continue, of Travis. some sort of to, drama. I want them to sweep this. I want them to sweep the World Series. Wow, wouldn't lose. Hey, that's video game stuff right there. I saw an AI was asked before these series started, Travis, to predict the winner of the World Series, and they said Rangers in four. Hmm. Wow. I mean, AI knows all. So hey, there taking you go. Over the world, Travis. AI is taking over. Other people wanted to or not, but but can we has... officially start naming Kyle Schwarber Mister October? I mean, he's put himself in uh, some good company there with uh, all the home runs that he's hit. Eighteen postseason home runs. Travis ties him with Reggie Jackson for the most by a left-handed bat in MLB history. Mm-hmm. He's yep. tied with Mister October. Yep. So I think we can start calling <laughs> Kyle Schwarber Mister October, and then once he hits another one, he will officially be Mister October. Uh, there you go. And I mean, hey, the way that the Phillies have been slugging. Uh, I wouldn't shock me if he hits another home run. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Um, that's up away in the series, not not just the postseason, uh, but in the uh, series in yep. general. Uh, there. Now going back to the the comment about the well, first of all, let's talk about your boy Aaron Nola. Yes, look good again. And I told you, looks Six good innings. in the wild card, looks good in the DS. He looks shaky in the CS mm-hmm. and World Series throughout his career. Yeah, he put those. Yeah, put that the rest. Last he night. Yep. is doing really good this postseason. Last mm-hmm. night, six innings, three hits, seven Ks, .96 ERA this postseason. Second lowest through three starts in a postseason in Philly's franchise history behind 09 Cliff Lee. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that Philly run differential at home, Travis. Yeah. Second best in a single postseason, all right? Mm-hmm. The best, 07 Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Third best, 87 Twins. Yep. Fourth, 2013 Red Sox. And fifth, the 2002 Angels. What do all four of those other teams have in common, Travis? They all won the World Series. They all won the series. Yep. The whole thing. The whole thing. The whole kit and caboodle. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, again, betting money on Philly. Yeah, so it looks like it. So. Yeah. Yes, and you're talking about some uh, comments. You're talking about some comments that Mr. Kelly made before the game. 
Is that what you're talking about? No. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, I heard what he said in his uh, press conference the other day or if it was the day before, but why would you poke the bear in the sense of he's like, well, I can't, I've never pitched here in the playoffs or I never pitched here in Philadelphia, so I can't imagine it, it could be any louder than the World Baseball Classic game that we had in Miami against Venezuela. <laughs> Poke the bear right there. I mean, uh, your favorite of the World Baseball Classic, it comes up again, but uh, I mean, why would you say that? Why would you already give these rowdy fans already some ammunition? Oh, you don't think we're loud? Oh, we're going to give it to you. And not only that, we're going to give it to you when you're warming up in the bullpen because uh, fans can be all around you when you're warming up in the bullpen. So loud in a meaningless tournament that meant nothing. <laughs> but the atmosphere, when though. The home, when I'm the home team. Yeah, but Venezuela brought the energy. They had, their, they had fans there. Yes, but more of the fans there were for USA, Travis. Yeah, sure. It's different going into an atmosphere where you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, why would you poke the bear like no. that, man? Yeah, that's – when are people going to learn to quit picking on Philly fans? Travis, you're next. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're coming for you. They might be. They might be, but bring it on. I'm bringing it on, he says. Now, no, I wanted – the comments I wanted was the, the Kyle Schwarber comment. Uh, what did he say? He didn't say anything. You said it earlier on in the show about Cubs fans oh. and not being able to pay him. Mm-hmm. I will always stand by. I was okay letting him go, Travis, because of the fact that DH rule was not yet in effect. Hmm. When he left the Cubs, there was no DH in the NL, and you could not trust his glove in the outfield. Yeah, but it got a little bit better. Yeah, right. that's like saying an F-plus is better than an F. It's still failing. I'd say it went from like a F to a D. Sure, it's still failing, but it's progress. It is. But when you're making decisions, mm-hmm. if I'm sure if the Cubs knew that if they signed Kyle Schwarber that the DH was coming in two years, they look like geniuses. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know that was coming. Yeah, and I'm glad he has rebounded and had a good rest of his career. Because let's be honest, when he injured his knee out in Arizona, mm-hmm. that could have been the end of his career. Sure. And not only has he come back, he's come back stronger and better than he had, you know, than he was when he went away. Mm-hmm. So, big props, Kyle Schwarber. Always a Kyle Schwarber fan, no matter what team he's on, as long as he's not have bats on the birds on the bat. <laughs> well, I don't think that will. Happen. I think he's a Chicago guy through and through, judging by his walk-up song. Yep. Uh, there. Uh, so uh, that does it for Game Two, Wayne. We got a Game Three on tap tonight with the uh, Rangers leading up 2-0 as uh, they're back in a Global Life Field, and it's a, a 7:03 a first pitch start, but it'll be uh, uh, right here on 98.9 at 6:30. Begin the pregame show coverage for Game Three of the ALCS. And it's Javier going for the Astros. And it looks like they're throwing out Max Scherzer tonight for the Rangers making his return to the mound after uh, being injured uh, towards the Mm -hmm. regular season. And uh, they put him on the CS roster. And here he is starting game three. Yep. Trying to take a 3-0 series lead. We'll see how that works out. We'll see how it does. Uh, Rangers playing some... Uh, good baseball on the American League side, mm-hmm. and again, undefeated in the playoffs so far. So we'll see if they can 
keep it going for game three uh, tonight. And then it will be uh, game four for the uh, Phillies and the Diamondbacks uh, tomorrow. And also a game or game three for the Diamondbacks Phillies and game four for the Astros Rangers. Uh, both games also right here on 98.9 mm-hmm. as well. So we got gotcha you. Through Thursday. For the postseason, yeah. Now, Friday night, we won't have any baseball because we got U of I basketball. Mm-hmm. Yep. But through Thursday and then starting again next Monday, we'll have we'll have baseball. Yep. So uh, tune in for some uh, baseball postseason action. We'll have some uh, high school football postseason uh, coverage, talk about uh, some uh, football playoffs coming up here in uh, just a sec. But uh, before that, we got to get to some uh, other local sports that don't involve football. And we'll take a look at the results from uh, volleyball, from soccer, Last night, and get you set for the schedule coming up uh, today. That's uh, next on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. <laughs> You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. What's for dinner? <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> Feed us. This is Allie Weber with Modern Family Dinners. Dinner time doesn't have to be scary. My already prepared meals are more than convenient. They're good for your family food. Togetherness and wellness go hand in hand. So spend less time cooking and more time with your family. See our new menus every week at modernfamilydinners.com. Don't be scared of dinner time. Modern Family Dinners has you covered. In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So, while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. 
four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now, Illinois, they won barely. And I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. C.J. Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Just got done uh, talking about uh, some uh, baseball postseason action. Let's talk about uh, some uh, local sports here that happened uh, last night on a, a Tuesday. And then we'll start off in high school uh, volleyball, Eric's favorite conference, the Egyptian Illini. Not real. Volleyball conference saying the uh, tournament continues on there in uh, St. Elmo. And it was Pool B's turn uh, ten, uh, last night. And it was the uh, two-seed St. Elmo-Brownstown and getting the win over the six-seed Martinsville in two sets, 25-23, 25-14. Then the three-seed Mulberry Grove took down the six-seed Martinsville. And uh, Martinsville actually won the first game, though, 25-22. And then uh, Mulberry Grove came back and won that second game, 25-10. Third indecisive set goes to Mulberry Grove, 25-16. And then uh, the two-seed St. Elmo beat the three-seed Mulberry Grove there in two sets, 25-11, there. And uh, so that uh, has the um, Thursday's uh, schedule uh, set for the uh, finale as the uh, fifth place game will be uh, Potoka Odin against Martinsville at 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock gets Ramsey and Mulberry Grove for third place. And in the championship match, it's CHBC taking on SEB there at 8 o'clock in St. Elmo for the Egyptian Illini Conference Championship in volleyball. Elsewhere in the uh, NTC, uh, we had a North Clay, Clay City over Sisney in two sets, 25-15, 25-18. Oblong over Dietrich in a three-setter. Oblong won the first set, 25-16. Dietrich wins the second set, 25-22. Then Oblong wins the third and decisive set there, 25-17. It was FEM sweeping Mattoon, 25-18, 25-13. It's Williamsville defeating Taylorville in two sets, 25-17, 25-22. In the Lincoln Prairie Conference, it was Arcola over Heritage, 25-21, 25-17. In a little line-eye action, we had some... Uh, NTC versus LIC, it was South Central taking down Olney 25-20, 25-22. And it was Robinson defeating Totopolis in a three-setter. 
Robinson won the first set 25-17. Titopoulos won the second set 25-22. Third and final set goes Robinson's way 25-19. In the Central Illinois Conference, it was Murrow Forsyth over Macon Meridian in a sweep 25-15, 25-17. And in the South Central Conference, it was Carlinville over Pena 25-11, 25-17. And in a three-set match, it was Hillsborough over Piasol. Piasol actually won the first set, though, 25-19. Hillsborough comes back 26-24 in the second setter. And then the third and final set goes the way of Hillsborough, 25-17, to conclude a volleyball from last night in a soccer yesterday and a last night in a Class 1A, the St. Anthony Regional Championship, as it goes the way of the Newton Eagles as they win back-to-back regional championships here. Last season they were champs, and now this season they take it again as they won this one over Hillsborough, and that one was by a one to nothing final score there. So uh, Newton will advance on there in the uh, soccer mm-hmm. sectionals. And another team that captured a regional championship, that was Totopolis, as they were the number one seed uh, coming in this uh, Greenville regional, and uh, they took down to the host school Greenville there in Bond County. And this one was only by a one-to-nothing final score because Totopolis won it three-to-two in uh, penalty kicks, as in uh, PK scores were Ethan Taylor, Josh Habing, and uh, uh, Noah Thompson. And Noah Thompson is the goaltender. That's right, the goaltender was the game-winning goal. Oh, nice. And PKs and uh, also Noah had uh, three saves during the shootout as well as seven saves during regulation time and overtime periods as you know soccer how they do it as first half second half but then they went two extra overtime mm-hmm. halves and uh, no winner was decided so then they went to PKs wow and uh, topless one's an exciting one there to take the regional championship so that is impressive. I mean, that you know, that's that's one of those games where you're, if you were watching Travis, you hate one of these teams has to lose. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, so uh, Newton will advance to the uh, Williamsville sectional, and uh, that will take place on uh, Friday. They're at a uh, seven o'clock. They'll wait the winner of uh, Williamsville or Carlinville, and then uh, North Mac Regional uh, that will take place uh, tonight. They're at seven o'clock in uh, North Mac. And so, uh, and then also that same uh, sectional, Totopolis will advance there, and they'll be the game before Newton, and they'll take on the two seed of Pleasant Plains as they defeated Raymond Raymond Lincolnwood in their regional. So at five o'clock it'll be Totopolis against Pleasant Plains, and then uh, at seven o'clock in Williamsville it'll be Newton taking on either Williamsville or Carlinville there in the uh, sectional uh, there. And elsewhere in a 2A, we had the Champaign Central uh, Regional Semifinals as it was the number one seed as Champaign Central uh, pouring it on here over Danville over the ninth seed. 10-1 to was the final score there. And the fourth seed, Mount Zion, took down the sixth seed, Mattoon, 4-0. to So it'll be Champaign Central versus Mount Zion in the Regional Championship later on this week. And Muhammad Seymour Regional Championship or Regional Semis. It was the two seed Muhammad over the seven seed Rantoul, eight to zero. And in the Springfield Sacred Heart Griffin Regional Semis, it was the number one seed Rochester over the six seed Warrensboro Latham, one to zero. And the five seed Sacred Heart Griffin, the host school, defeats the four seed Jacksonville, two to one to advance to the regional championship there. 
and in a junior high girls of basketball last night in the uh, seventh grade NTC tournament, we had North Clay defeat South Central 17 to a 10 there. And that was it from last night. The local schedule for today in volleyball, we got Alton Marquette at Clinton. And in soccer in the Class 1A North Mac Regional Championship, like I was mentioning, 7 o'clock, the number one seed of Williamsville will take on the four seed of Carlinville. So uh, New Eagles watching out for the winner of that one. Mm-hmm. And in Class 2A, we got regional semifinals today here in Effingham. The number one seed of Troy Triad will take on the 10 seed Salem at 4 o'clock. And then uh, the uh, game at 6 o'clock following that game will be the four seed Highland taking on the six seed Effingham hearts so a good luck to the hearts today having a uh, nice season for them uh for their record books yep. for hearts soccer and look to continue that in a postseason play today there here in effingham and uh, chatham glenwood regional semifinals uh the two seed chatham glenwood against the uh, nine seed of macon meridian at 4 30 and the three seed of springfield taking on the eight seed taylorville at a 6 30 for soccer regionals there so uh postseason all over the place here and of course the uh, postseason beginning for football the other kind of football mm-hmm. we have the footy football to football for soccer yeah and now we transition into uh, football as high school football entering week nine and we got to talk about some uh, playoff action and where we stand coming up into the week nine uh, part of the uh, schedule. So uh, that's what we're talking about. We'll dive deep into the high school football playoff picture coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. <laughs> this is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Farmers, we thank you, and to show our appreciation, we want to give back. With Meal in the Field, join WCRC 95.7 and Culver's as we bring the Meal in the Field every Tuesday. Go to effinghamradio.com and submit your favorite farmer you wish to see fed in the field. Winners will be chosen, and we'll contact the weekly winner to make arrangements to meet them in their field on Tuesday. Brought to you by Marlowe Lock and Security. Home Farmers Mutual, Powell's Electric, DHB Transmission, Culver's, South Central FS, Boots and Soles, Cash Equipment, McMahon Meats, Feature City Food Liner, Bluff Equipment, and Bex Hybrids. Go to effinghamradio.com and submit your favorite farmer you wish to see fed in the field. Winners will be chosen and we'll contact the weekly winner to make arrangements to meet them in the field on Tuesday. Klein tools are new at Lowe's, pros. Lowe's knows you want top brands and quality products, and Klein tools delivers. Right now, get the Klein three-piece Modbox mobile workstation for $319.94 and the Klein five-piece cushion grip screwdriver set for just $34.97, both exclusively at Lowe's. Shop the largest selection of Klein tools, the highest quality tool brand at Lowe's. 
Because Lowe's knows tools. Lowe's knows pros. eBay Motors is here for the ride. So minivans, sedans, JDMs, roll out. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. And with eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now, the starting lineup. It's a post-weekend, so we got to give you the top three moments from the sports weekend. I'm boycotting. I mean, I am boycotting. It's like, oh, well, I might have to do the top three without the, the music here today. <laughs> I press spacebar so many and times. Now, it's time for the top three. And just, it's a Monday, I guess. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry Sports Center update may have some news for Travis as the Cardinals are going to put a gold glove outfielder on the trade block this offseason. The Athletic is reporting that the Cardinals will try to ship Tyler O'Neill out of town. The Cardinals have a surplus of outfielders right now, and O'Neill's work ethic was called into question by manager Ollie Marmol earlier this season. 28-year-old hit just 231 with nine homers, 21 RBIs in 72 games in 2023. The Blues will try to get a winning streak going when they host the Arizona Coyotes at Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 2-1 shootout win over Mike Kraken on Saturday. St. Louis is fourth in the Central Division with a 1-0-1 record and three points. St. Louis City SC wraps up their regular season when they host the Seattle Sounders at City Park this Saturday. City's coming off a 3-0 loss against Vancouver in their most recent game on October 4th. St. Louis has already clinched the top spot in the Western Conference with 17 wins, 5 draws, and 11 losses for 56 points. The Colts are losing one of the league's best nose tackles as Grover Stewart has been suspended for 6 games for violating the performance-enhancing drug policy. He is eligible to return to the roster in Week 14 against Cincinnati Bengals. In a post on his Instagram story, Stewart apologized to the NFL, Colts organization, his teammates, the fans, and his family. 29-year-old is in the final year of a 3-year $30.75 million extension on Indianapolis currently tied for second in the AFC South at 3-3. Three and three. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Parks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports on our Reads, and yes, take him. Tyler O'Neill. We'll, uh, we'll trade him. He doesn't get hurt that often. To the highest bidder or the lowest bidder? Something yes. in your eye? Yeah, something was in my eye there. He doesn't get hurt that often. No, no, not at all. That's why he only played in 72 games this year. Yeah. We just didn't have a spot for him. Exactly. We were crowded out there yeah. in the outfield. Oh, aren't you? But I I will say there's been some news on the uh, Cardinals front of the rumors oh. of whatnot. Oh. Or uh, Yadier Molina having yeah. discussions. Oh, yeah? Of uh. being a part of hmm. management or being a part of the coaching staff. No. Oh. And also, I see some uh, guys on some of their Instagrams, like Lars Newbar. I think Nolan Arenado's there as well. They're in Japan right now, oh. watching a certain free agent. Yeah, playing over there. Not Otani. Not Otani. Not no, <laughs> but the next Japanese superstar. That's okay. I've also uh, seen from my Cubs that we've given up hope on signing Shohei Otani. <laughs> yeah. Don't have the money for him. Well, yeah, I because think that was because the be... Cubs don't want to pay the luxury tax. Yeah. I Thanks, Ricketts family. I think that was going to be tough. Yeah. Anyways. All righty. So he's injured. Why would you want him? 
because he's a generational talent who's going to be fine. He's not even going to pitch next year. So he can still hit. <laughs> Put him behind Ian Happ. I'll take it. That's true. So uh, we'll wait to see what happens uh, there on the baseball uh, front for Coming our teams. Close. So uh, let's tell you, they did not make the postseason. No. Neither one of our Neither teams. one of our teams. So uh, let's talk about the uh, postseason here, high school football postseason as the uh, selection show there on a Saturday. So uh, let's try to dive deep here into uh, the uh, playoffs. And like you mentioned at the very top, there's a lot to get into here. Yes. Because the bubble is going to be a legitimate bubble Yes. this time around as we shake out here the classes and we look at all these different yep. teams that are uh, fighting for playoff positioning. Yes. Now, Travis, here's here's how we're going to break this down. First, I want to break down each conference like we've been doing for the past several weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, basically, it's pretty cut and dry. There's three categories. There's the teams that are in, the teams on the bubble, and the teams that are out. That's, mm-hmm. that's where we stand now. Yep. So, Let's start with the Apollo Conference, Travis. Three teams that are in, guaranteed in. Muhammad, mm-hmm. Mount Zion, Charleston. They're guaranteed. Yep. They're going to be in no matter what. No Whether matter they win, what. lose, draw, whatever happens this weekend. Yep, they got they're six. In the, they're in the playoffs. Six plus wins. Yep. yep. So they're all good. Mattoon is not making the playoffs. We know that. They are eliminated. Mm-hmm. Yep. The other two are on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Taylorville. Taylorville, four and four. Yep. Two and six is their record of their their last opponent coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got a Bethalto Civic Memorial. Yep. In Bethalto. So you would think possibly a win. Winnable game. Winnable game. Mm-hmm. Two and six. They're forty second and four A Travis, just twenty nine playoff points. Whew, yeah. Twenty nine point playoff points is the lowest I see here yes. of the four and four teams. However, so. they're not out of it. No. All you need is just those other four and four teams in front of them to not win. Mm-hmm. That's all it it's takes. True. And we'll talk more a little bit later on. Sure. As as far as what each class kind of looks like and remember how this all gets set up. Because I think a lot of people forget how the playoffs are figured. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. But Taylorville is a low, low yeah. point total there to be yeah. sitting. And, and even if you get your fifth win, you still have to sit and wonder on Saturday. And unfortunately, it's out of their control. Not. Exactly. They so, can't They can't do anything else. I mean, they can go out and win, obviously. they got to yeah. do that. But it's out right. of their control. Right, yeah, exactly. The other team who's on the bubble in the Apollo is FGM Hearts. Mm-hmm. I, their bubble's a little bit better than... Taylorville because they have the points. Right. Most points of any four and four team in Class Four A, mm-hmm. forty-one points. Yep, that's good. Huge points. Mm-hmm. Yep. you got to get the fifth win. Sure, taking on a two and six Centralia team. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So they're going to be uh, playing to play spoiler. Yep, for the Hearts. So yeah, you gotta but, you gotta come to play. But again, a winnable game. Sure, winnable, a winnable game. game. Yeah. All right, next conference we're going to look at, Travis, is we're going to look at the Little Illini Conference. Mm-hmm. Because, again, there's only three categories. Mount Carmel, Casey, Lawrenceville, you're in. All of you are in. Seven wins. Still trying to figure out what's going to happen with the conference champion. Because if Lawrenceville <laughs> beats Mount Carmel, Travis, we legitimately have a three-way tie. We legit have a three-way tie. And I tie. have to say it's a three-way tie. Exactly. Like, there's no way to break it. 
Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> if if Lawrenceville pulls off what well, probably would be considered an upset of Mount Carmel, there would be a three-way tie for the championship. Right. And, and even us, and we say there exactly. are no ties, we would have to say it's a tie. Yeah, because, I mean, how would you decide that? KZB, uh, Lawrenceville, if Lawrenceville upsets Mount Carmel, but Mount Carmel beat KZ. And so, yeah, that would be all sorts of messy. Here, here's what I would do now that I think about it, Travis. If Lawrenceville beats Mount Carmel, mm-hmm. I would put Lawrenceville above Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel would finish third because they'd have two losses. If KZ beats Paris, KZ would have beat Lawrenceville and only had one loss. So I would put KZ, Lawrenceville, Mount Carmel. Hmm. There you go. There you go. So we just decided. We just decided. We'll, no we'll three-way tie. I will not allow it. <laughs> we so can't have ties. Those, those teams are good. Yeah, they're good, though. Robinson, Newton, Marshall, Olney. Pack your bags and get ready for next year. You're not you're not playing any more football after Friday. All right, yep, unfortunately. Paris. Mm-hmm. Paris is playoff eligible. They are. Five and three. Mm-hmm. They're 20th right now in 3A, Travis. 36 points. I don't know if they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I would, they'd obviously feel a lot better with a win. Getting six wins would guarantee them a playoff spot. Right. Five and four is going to make for a stressful Saturday night. Could yep. Uh, they got Casey though. So yeah. Getting that, that six win is is going to be tough. Easier said than done. Yep. So. All right. Let's move to the Central Illinois Conference. Mm-hmm. Shelbyville, obviously, they're good. Good. They're yep. good. Warrensburg, Central and Emma Macon, you guys are playing spoilers or playing for next year. Mm-hmm. Yep, all Nothing. three and five, yep. one and seven, Macon yep. is. Clinton. Mm-hmm. Clinton, five wins. Opponent they're taking on this week is two and six on the year. Yep, so winnable game. Winnable game. They're 25th and 3A. I think they'll have a points to get in. They should get their sixth win this week. Sure, yeah. But I think even with five – they may have enough points, and we'll talk more about why coming up in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think they'll be all right. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. Some of their opponents, Downs Tri Valley, they still haven't lost yet. Yep. Arika is 5-3, and three, plus the rest of the conference as well. Yep. So, yeah, but, yeah, winnable game on Friday, though, for their sixth win. I right. guarantee it. One of the intriguing teams, Travis Tuscola. Mm-hmm. Tuscola sitting at 4-4. Four and four. Now, we know they have Oblong this week. Yep. Oblong, who hasn't won a game. You can, you've can. you already started making a V out of the W for Tuscola in this one. <laughs> okay? Sure. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. But 30th and 1A, Travis. Mm-hmm. That's right there. 36 points. Mm-hmm. That is concerning. It is. Because you look at their schedule and you think, all right, Shelbyville wins. Clinton mm-hmm. has a winnable game. As far as conference goes, those are your only two points you're probably getting mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah, because it's 50-50 games against Warrensburg. Yep. They're against Chester. Uh, Central a and against uh, Illini West. Yep. And Tuscola out of conference, you may get a couple more points. Let's say at most, Travis, you're going to get four points. Mm-hmm. Is... 40 points enough to get you in. Mm, that's true. That's that's iffy to me. Right. It's definitely scary. Yes. Um, Carlisle's sitting there at 4-4, four and, four and they had them in week two, 
and Carlisle is against four and four Red Hill, that throw up game there yep. of yep. you know a toss up game basically. Uh, Farmington seven and one on the season. Uh, they're against Seneca, so or no, that's that's St. Beatty mm-hmm. who Tuscola had in week one. Yep. Uh, still Knoxville, so you the wins in the non conference are guaranteed. Yeah. On Friday either so. so. How many points are you going to get yeah, Friday exactly. night? You may not get a whole lot of help. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where I think Tuscola may be in a little bit of a bind. Because you compare it, like I said, they're at 4-4 four and four with 40 points, Travis. FEM's at 4-4, four and four, or with 36 points. FEM's 4-4 four and four with 41 points. Yep. So. Feel a lot more confident. Yes. If you. Even though you have FEM. what should be a completely easy, winnable game. Sure. Effingham has a harder time, in theory, getting their fifth win than Tuscola would. Mm-hmm. But Tuscola, True. I don't know, has the points. Mm-hmm. Now, right. of course, if Effingham goes out and doesn't win on Friday night, then that's someone Tuscola would jump if they win, regardless of the points. Mm-hmm. So, right. we'll see. All right, let's move to South Central Conference. The, the two closed conferences, Travis, I think, have the most intrigue. Heading into Friday night. Yeah, definitely. So Greenville, Vandalia, you're good. Yep, you got you're six you're going to be in the postseason. I saw Vandalia's having a big party on the football field Saturday night to watch the playoff show. So mm. they're gonna they're gonna have fun in Vandalia. Yeah, very cool. Hillsboro, Staunton, North Mac, Gillespie, get out of here. Get ready for next year. Yep, they're eliminated. Yep, five plus losses. Playoff eligible, Travis. Mm-hmm. Pena. Yep. Twenty first and two A. 35 points. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be okay at five wins. They should get six this weekend, mm-hmm. but I think they'll be okay even at five. Yep, they're at Staunton. Yep. I think 35 points will be enough. I, I just I, I think that will be. Yeah, I would agree. Carlinville, five and three. They're taking on 0-8 uh, Hillsborough. Yeah. Gillespie. Gillespie. They should get six wins. It won't be an issue for them. They're going to be in. Yeah, I would agree. Litchfield. Yeah, Litchfield's intriguing. Litchfield sitting at six and sitting at five and three. They take on Vandalia this weekend. Mm hmm. 22nd and 3A. I think even if they lose, they will find a way to get in because of the points. Yeah, you're definitely feeling a lot better being at 22 right there. Well, and not only that, Travis, 35 points as we talked about. Even if you lose this game, you're gaining a point because sure. you're, you're playing. You're losing to someone who you you're playing like right. So you're gaining a point. Yeah, you figure you're gonna get a point from Greenville as well. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a point from Pena, and you hope to get a point from Carlinville. Mm-hmm. That's four extra points. That would put you at about thirty nine points. Yeah. So I I think that would be right in that area like we talked about with Tuscola, right there where you're iffy. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Piasaw. Yeah. The Birds, 4-4. Four four. Mm-hmm. 31st and 2A, Travis. Ooh, that's right there on the bowl. 36 points. That's more. Uh-huh. That's more than, than Litchfield. Mm-hmm. The opponent they're taking on this weekend is? 3-5 and five Hillsboro. 3-5 and five Hillsboro. They have to win first. Have to win, yep. That's not a given. No. But if they win, I think when it comes to points, Travis, I think close conferences help you. Because 
no matter who wins, you get a point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you have non-conference opponents, you have to have that non-conference team win. Sure. Their non, you know, their games, whoever it is, they have to win to help you. Mm-hmm. In a close conference, it doesn't matter who wins. It helps you because you're going to gain points anyway. Somewhere. Uh, uh, we always talk about, it seems like, uh, South Central, we always talk about have and have-nots. Yes. But I think this year we got to give uh, basically half the conference being yes. in playoff contention here and being pretty top-heavy. You yep. know, Hillsborough only three of five, but they beat Pena yep. this season. So yep. uh, South Central has been really strong this year. So I think that helps with uh, yep. you know being a closed conference, but also that your conference as a whole has been so strong Correct. as well. So. I think that that helps. That helps. Now let's talk about the other close conference in our area, Travis. Mm-hmm. And that is the Lincoln Prairie Conference. Yep. LPC. Arthur Sullivan, you're good. Yep, they're good. Conference good championship go. on the line, but they're good in yep. the playoffs. Uh, Arcola, Sagamon Valley, Saragordo, and Oakland, Tri-County, you are not playing football after yep. this Friday. You're eliminated. Bubble. Yep. We'll start with Villa Grove. Mm-hmm. Villa Grove five and three. They got Tri County this weekend. That is a hundred percent winnable game. It's a winnable game. I think Tri County will pull up a fight just because of the way these two offenses are. I think it'll be one of those rock fight, dog fight kind of games mm-hmm. where the last possession may win the game. Yeah, but I, I, I think Villa Grove will win this. It's a game. winnable game. Yep, and that'll get Villa Grove six wins. Yep, so that'll be good. Nakomis. Mm-hmm. Nakomis sitting at four and four, thirty first in one A. Yep, that's 30, right there. 36 points. Who do they got this weekend, Travis? Sagamon Valley. Winnable They're game. They're 2-6. Winnable, winnable game. game. 100% winnable game. Yep. 5-4, and four, do they have the points? This is where I think a closed conference helps you because you're getting points from every other game that is being played that night. Mm-hmm. So there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There's 10 game, 10 teams. Which means you're going to get five points. Regardless of what happens, you're going to get five points. You're either going to win mm-hmm. and you're you know and get four. Right. You're you're getting you're getting four you points, get points no matter somewhere. what. No matter what, you're getting four points. Mm-hmm. So I think forty again, forty I've seen projections of anywhere between forty two and thirty nine kind of being that cutoff. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're within that forty, you're in the ballpark. Yeah. Now the intriguing one, mm-hmm. and I'm putting them together. Cumberland Argenta, yeah, Cumberland five have and to three put them together. Playoff eligible. They're playoff eligible. Mm-hmm. They're 27th in one A. Yeah, Argenta four and four taking on Cumberland. They're 33rd in one A. <laughs> That's right there. They have more points than the Pirates do right now. Ooh. By one. Yeah. If it's Argenta true. wins, and I've said this, I said this earlier this week, it may be a long night for the Pirates on Saturday. Yeah, you're sitting, I, sitting on some pins and needles you there. You are definitely on pins and needles. Now, you can, seat. you can get rid of all of that by going out and taking care of business Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yep, you win. And later this week, we'll be it. talking with Coach Watkins. And kind of get his mindset. Yep. But to me, this is one that the Cumberland Pirates need to win. Mm-hmm. 100%. They have to win this game. You know, leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. 
you gotta you gotta clinch it with the sixth win. Yeah. And we will break down why I feel the Cumberland Pirates have to win when we get back from this break. Yep, and we'll talk about that to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. (laughs) Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just... I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. This October, stand against breast cancer with Rogers Home Appliances. $5 could win you a brand new Speed Queen washer and electric dryer. Bundle and save. Five tickets. For only $20, all proceeds distributed among the resilient WooHoo Sisterhood, St. Anthony's Women's Wellness Center, and Crossroads Cancer Center. Purchase tickets from any Rogers Home Appliance team member in Altamont or Effingham or call 618-483-5955. Together, let's power through. Help us help others. Drawing is on November 3rd, 2023. And now... You go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one They're with indoors, the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, 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 Shohei. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. It's a chant that they do at, like, soccer games. Olay, 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 but you kind of were off a little bit. I was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't Uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried, though. It really doesn't. You you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On 98.9 The Game. Shohei, Welcome back in. Start a lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9 The Game for just a, a tad bit longer. We continue to uh, talk about the uh, postseason and we continue to talk about the pivotal game, big game on a Friday with Cumberland mm-hmm. and Argenta yeah. to close out here. And and here's why it's so important, Travis. 149 teams have clinched. Yep. That means there's 107 berths left. Okay. Mm-hmm. Out of the 107 spots left, 145 teams are four and four or better. Right. That means if you are Cumberland, you have to have the points. Right now, Cumberland is 39th out of those remaining teams at five and three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, in theory, you're comfortable. You're 39 out of the 107 spots. Right. You're good. Here's where I think you pause for a second. You're 39th, yes, but out of – there's only 71 teams in the state of Illinois with five wins right now. That means there's a lot more teams that can get in with their fifth win this week. 
Yeah. And a lot of those teams have more points than the Pirates. Mm -hmm. That is why it is so crucial because right now, Travis, in Class 1A, the Pirates are the lowest team with points that are sitting at 5-3. and three. Mm. They have the least amount of any 5-3 and three team. Mm-hmm. Now, going through, Stockton is 4-4. Four and four. They're right behind the Pirates. They're 28th and 1A. Stockton, yep. their opponent is 2-6 and six that they're facing this weekend. That's a winnable game. Winnable. Stockton has 40 points. They're getting in if yeah. they get their fifth win. Mm-hmm. Minoke Fieldcrest, now they're playing a 7-1 and one team. That may be a tough matchup for them. Yeah, that's Leroy. Tuscola, we already mentioned Tuscola. Tuscola has 36 points, so the, the same as the Pirates. Mm-hmm. But they're going to get more than yep. Cumberland is. Because Cumberland, if, if you lose, you're getting five. Mm-hmm. Tuscola can get more because it's not a closed conference. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nokomis, we already mentioned them. They already have more points than the Pirates do. By a point. Yep. So if they get their fifth win, you would think in theory they would leapfrog the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Rockford Lutheran facing a 4-4 four four team, they would probably leapfrog the Pirates. Right. Yeah, it's a toss-up, though. Argenta. If Argenta beats the Pirates, they have more points than Cumberland. Mm-hmm. They would leapfrog the Pirates. See what I'm saying? There's a lot of movement, and let's not forget the way IHSA decides this, it is not the top 32 in each class. Yeah. It is the top 256. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means you factor in 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, all the way to 1A. Mm -hmm. So we talked about there's 147 teams fighting for 107 spots. If all of those 147 teams win or all the 70 72 on that are four and four win Mm -hmm. you're going to be at five wins and on the outside looking in right yeah and that's why this year is intriguing because last year you know we basically it was like all right five and four everybody's basically getting in yeah but that that was it so uh currently i know that's not how ihsa works it and you know sometimes when you have projections here for even on ihsa when they're separating in classes they could move up or yes. move down or whatnot but in theory right now on ihsa in class 1a in theory you have 16 teams that are five and three or four and four and basically 12 spots yep and uh, seven of those sixteen are five and three. Nine of them are four and four in yep. one A. So uh, a lot of intrigue there for week nine, and that's why it's uh, up for grabs. With you know, just because you got five wins doesn't mean that you're going to automatically no. get in this year. No. So uh, a lot of people that are going to be sitting on on Saturday watching the playoffs, waiting to see if their name's called, and you, know, you may not. You may not, and we will talk more playoffs coming up in the podcast because we got a lot more to dive into mm-hmm. with this. Yep, certainly so. So we'll uh, talk about that in the pod, but coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe, and uh, later on uh, this evening is the ALCS uh, Game 3 right here on 98.9. So uh, tune in to that, and we'll talk to you in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here. And we still got more stuff, uh, playoffs to uh, talk about and uh, dive into, as well as we got uh, some this day in uh, sports history as well. Uh, first, before we get to any of that, is there anything on Sports Center that you wanted to hit on? Yes. The 49ers, Christian McCaffrey avoids a serious injury under an MRI on Monday and not only avoided a long-term injury, but has a chance to play a Monday night's matchup against the Vikings, Travis. Mm. So so that would be good for the Niners. Get ready for your fantasy purposes as well. I know that his backup was a popular pickup this week in yeah. waiver wires. But May not even get to use him. Nope. Good thing I didn't get him then. Julio Jones has signed with the Eagles. <laughs> I, did, I did see that. I haven't figured that kind of figured out. But. Yeah, why? Uh, Philly placed receiver Quez Watkins on the injured reserve with a hamstring injury, so maybe that's why. I guess. But. Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers is still hoping to make a quick recovery from Achilles surgery during his weekly spot on the Pat McAfee show. Rodgers said that he is ahead of schedule but still has many hurdles to clear. Yep. So be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. For that. Yep, it was Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Yesterday. Rams are making moves to bolster their running back room following a slew of injuries. They elevated Royce Freeman from the practice squad to the active roster and signed both Darrell Henderson and Miles Gaskin on Tuesday. Mm. Yep. Get Looks like uh, Williams is going to be out yep. a little bit. Uh, the Rockets are trading away problematic young players. ESPN reporting that Houston's sending Kevin Porter Jr. and two future second round picks. You know, if you're including picks, Travis, it's only going to one place. That's Oklahoma City, who's immediately going to wave course. him. The Rockets are going to get back Victor Oladipo and Jeremiah Robinson Earl in the trade. So, of course. Yeah. Uh, the Warriors are going to be without their veteran leader for the rest of the preseason, as Golden State announced on Tuesday that Draymond Green won't participate in exhibition plays. He recovers from an ankle sprain. Hmm. And I had to include this because I just loved it. Um, an outspoken member of the A's has announced his retirement. Trevor May said on Monday that he's hanging up his cleats for good while also heavily criticizing owner John Fisher. May told fans on his Twitch stream that Fisher should, quote, sell the team and let someone who actually takes pride in the things they own own something, end quote. The reliever mm-hmm. spent nine seasons in the league and had a career 424 ERA in 450-plus innings. As for ownership, Fisher has been under constant criticism for spending near the bottom of the league, along with attempting to relocate the franchise to Las Vegas. Ace finished from the MLB works 50 and 112 this season. Oh, yeah. He went off. He went off. I loved it. Yeah. Take mommy and daddy's yep. money elsewhere. Yep. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. Yeah, like he retires and then immediately goes on Twitch yep. to uh, slam That's A's right. ownership. <laughs> um, also, SoFi Stadium may no longer host a World Cup soccer game in 2026. As ESPN reporter oh, no. John Sutcliffe says that Rams owner Stan Kroenke is in a dispute with soccer's governing body, FIFA. As Kroenke reportedly refuses to make changes to the stadium's playing surface to accommodate soccer, which has wider field dimensions than NFL football. So if I stadium would have to remove stands and luxury boxes to fit a regulation soccer field, and that's something Kroenke reportedly refuses to pay for. So if I stadium had been considered to host the World Cup championship game. So the championship game. No, I will not do that. Not going to happen. Figure out somewhere else for it to be. This is the World Cup. No, don't care. It's not football. Come on, This is a football stadium first. Yeah, we don't want to get these luxury boxes out of here. Get them out of here. That's right. (sighs) Jeez. 
That guy just, I mean, he just makes news everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did see they were kind of in the dispute up in the air of yep. whether they're still going to host World Cup games there. Yeah, don't know. Come on. Come on. So, it's the World Freaking Cup. That is Sports Center. Um, well, one thing that I also wanted to mention as well that the uh, uh, AP polls and the coaches poll came out for college basketball the other day from men's college basketball, but uh, they recently came out for the women's basketball side of things and uh, defending national champion LSU is number one of course and UConn is number two but if you look way down on the list on the AP side Illinois is number 23. I did see that. So women's college basketball is ranked and for the first time since 1999 both the Illinois men and women's basketball programs are ranked in the AP top 25 preseason poll and they're the only Big Ten school to appear in both the men's and women's 2023 AP poll as well. So uh, Coach Green there elevating the program and look at that we're ranked in the preseason. It's crazy. Hasn't happened since 1999. Love to see it. Love to see it. So basketball school and the women's program ranked. So like to see that uh, there, at least in the Associated Press, but nowhere to be found on the coach's poll, though. No. No respect. No respect at all. I don't even see him getting a vote. They had to have gotten one. Oh, they got eight votes in the coach's poll. Ooh. So. Coaches know what's up. (laughs) I guess so. Uh, and uh, if you're wondering, Iowa is also number three as well. So that's where they open up in both polls. Well so, deserved. Yeah. Just uh, had that basketball game in the football stadium and mm-hmm. number three. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to mention that as well. I appreciate it. All right. So before we get to some more uh, playoff talk, Let's get to uh, some this day in sports history. All right. What happened back in this day? Well, we got to do yesterday, too. Yes. So, on October 17th, 1999, Robin Ventura's grand slam single gives the Mets a win over the Braves in Game 5 of the NLCS. What would have been a walk-off grand slam in the bottom of the 15th inning is downgraded to a single after Ventura fails to touch all the bases in his celebration. Yeah, I was going to say you said walk-off grand slam single. Yep. I was like, that doesn't exist. Well, it does when you forget to touch the bases. Ah, uh, well. Yep. Yeah, that's important. On October 17, 2004, Dave Roberts stolen bases, the key play leading to a game-tying hit in the ninth inning as the Red Sox rally against Mario Rivera in Game 4 while trailing 3-0 in the series. They won on David Ortiz's walk-off home run in the 12th, start the first-ever comeback from down 3-0 in MLB history. Mm-hmm. Yep, so... Also yeah, on October 17, 2004, Jeff Garcia connected with Andre Davis for a 99-yard touchdown in a Browns 34-17 win over the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Browns Jeff, over the Bengals. In Jeff Ohio. Garcia. Yes, Jeff Love Garcia. It. All right, now to today. On this day in 1977, Reggie Jackson, hey, we mentioned him earlier, mm-hmm. hits three home runs on three pitches in Game 6 of the World Series, earning him the indelible nickname Mr. October. So that's what... Um, Kyle Schwarber has to do three homers on three pitches. Then right. I will call him Mr. October. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's kind of 
kind of important for that title. On this day in 1992, Ed Spregg's two-run homer in the ninth inning turns a 4-3 deficit into a 5-4 win for the Blue Jays over the Braves in Game 2 of the World Series. Mm. On this day in 2004, in one of the greatest and unlikeliest postseason pitching duels in MLB history, Brandon Backey and Brad Lidge combined for a one-hitter for the Astros, offsetting seven innings of one-hit ball from Woody Williams for the Cardinals <laughs> as the Astros win the game. Game five of the LCS in the bottom of the ninth on Jeff Kent's walk-off home run. Travis, is that one stinging still? Yeah, a little bit, but... But you got Brad Lidge back, so it's okay. We got him back, yeah. And on that same night, the Red Sox beat the Yankees in 14 innings in Game 5 of the ALCS, sending the series back to New York for Game 6. David Ortiz gets the game-winning hit in the 14th after the Red Sox tied the game with two runs in the 8th. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. There you go. That's this date. Sports history. Both today and yesterday. Yep. Got them both done for you. Got them both out of the way. Both in there. All right. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, let's uh, continue on with our uh, talk here of high school football and uh, high school football playoffs as we uh, had a lot to talk about there, a lot to unpack, and we didn't even unpack it all. So No, we didn't. So let's let's continue our conversation here talking playoffs, Travis, because mm-hmm. there's just – there's so much to get to, and we're not even going to get to projections as far as where teams are going because sure. no point. We'll find out Saturday who's playing where and when. Yeah. But the thing I wanted to get to, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, 149 teams have clinched. There's 107 berths remaining. Class 1A, Travis. Mm-hmm. 21st out of the rankings in the classes. 21st is the first team with five wins. Mm-hmm. They have 40 points. Yep. 36th is the lowest team with four wins and the lowest amount of points. That's 29 points. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that means, again, if every team who is four and four wins, that would, in theory, put 36 teams at Class 1A, playoff eligible. Yep. Correct? Yep. Okay. So that means that's a pretty big bubble. Possibly. It is, yeah. Okay. Let's look at 2A. Mm-hmm. 2A, 20th place, has five wins and 36 points. That's the most points with five wins. 37th has four wins and 28 points. That's the lowest amount of points with four wins. So, Travis, that bubble's even bigger. 20th to 37th. Yeah. That is a big bubble at 2A. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, according to IHSA's website, uh, that's 18 teams that are 5-3 and three or 4-4 four and four right now in a 2A, and they only have 13 spots available yep. there. So that means you have 7 5-3 and three teams and 11 4-4 four and four teams. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a lot. Now we're going to skip 3A for reasons, okay? <laughs> okay. We're going to go to 4A. In 4A, mm-hmm. Travis, 21st place has 5 wins and 41 points. Yep. 43rd is four wins and 23 points. That's the lowest. That is a difference of 23 or 22 spots. Mm -hmm. That is huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 14 teams are four and four in 4A. So, again, if all those teams win, there's going to be teams missing out Mm -hmm. at five and four. Yeah, I think that's pretty much a given. Class 5A. Mm-hmm. 
24th place has five wins and 37 points. 37th has four wins and 28 points. That one's a little bit smaller. Right. About 13 positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. There's 15 teams that are five and three or four and four. Four Only four are five and three. Mm-hmm. 11 four and four teams in 5A. Now, here's the class, Travis, that's going to mess it all up. And that is class 3A. 3A. 3A, Travis. 17th place is the first team with five wins. And they have 40 points. Mm-hmm. 34th is the last team with four wins. And they have 30 points. Yeah. So, in theory, Travis, if two four and four teams lose, that's your 32. Mm-hmm. If more than two lose, you don't have enough teams. Mm. Which means you're moving up from two-way. You're moving the biggest schools up. That's your Lawrencevilles, your Carlinville, your Piasaw possibly getting moved up. Right. Which means teams in 1A will get moved up. Arthur, I'm looking at you. Possibly Cumberland. Tuscola. Mm. Depending on the north-south breakdown. Sure. That is where I am going to be watching is Class 3A. That is the weakest, and that is what's going to make some of these bottom teams move up. Mm -hmm. What could also affect it, and I don't know if it goes backwards or not, is could teams move down from 4A? You know, if a team is sitting there with five wins, because, again, it all goes back to points. They find the 256 first, Mm -hmm. and then they break it down from there. Yep. So let's look at the 256, Travis, because I have. Okay. Okay? Here we go. 256. So, again, there is 107 spots left. So I have already taken out all the teams that are locked in. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sure. So that leaves us with 145 teams. So where I say this team is is based on the 107 spots. So keep that number in mind, 107 is the cutoff 107 okay mm-hmm. so here we go we're gonna we're gonna do our local teams here i have gone through first one we find on the list is paris paris yes. is 30th right now five and three mm. so they would be good well right if everything goes according to plan mm-hmm. if they get a sixth win they could move up yeah but, again, there's going to be more teams after them that could win and push them back. But right now, if I'm Paris, I'm feeling pretty confident. Yeah. The only thing that concerns me about Paris is because, again, we talk tiebreakers once you get to points. And one of the tiebreakers is defeated opponents wins. Mm-hmm. Travis, they're at nine. Hmm. That doesn't seem like a big number. That means they haven't beaten anyone that's good. Uh, let's see. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, their uh, five wins are Marshall, Newton, Olney, Robinson, and an Indiana school in week yeah. one. Yeah. So, so you have nine wins out of teams you've beaten. In comparison, Travis, to Pena, who's 32nd. Two spots after them. Pena has 35 points. Of those 35 points, 16 of them are from defeated opponents. Hmm. That means they've beaten good competition. Right. It means half their points have come from teams they've beaten. 
Mm-hmm. But Pena's 32. You have to figure Pena, probably feeling comfortable right now. Yeah, I would think so. Carlinville, 33rd. Mm-hmm. 34th, Travis, is where we find Villa Grove. Mm-hmm. So, okay, VG. I, I think Villa Grove feels comfortable. Yeah, I think so. The next team we're going to find is Litchfield. They're 38th. Mm-hmm. Right behind them is the Cumberland Pirates at 39. Okay. So, again, you have a lot of teams behind you. Right. But there's a lot of teams that get their could get their sixth win, and there's a lot of teams that could get their fifth who could leapfrog you with the points. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. If you're Cumberland, maybe you're a little worried. But 39 feels like a comfortable spot. So, yeah. Again, only problem for the feels. Pirates is 11 is their defeated opponent's wins. Mm-hmm. Out of their 35 total points. But again, I still feel pretty okay there. 50, Travis, that's where we find Clinton. Clinton's 50th. Again, that number is 107. Mm-hmm. 50, you're still more than halfway up. Right. Okay. Next on our list, we're going to find in 70th place, Travis. We mentioned him a couple times this year. Lincoln. Yes, Lincoln. Lincoln, 5-3, 28 points, and seven defeated opponent wins. Mm. That's not a lot. No. That's not good. But it may be just enough. They're one of those teams I'd be worried about teams leapfrogging you. For sure, yeah. They have the second least amount of points of a five-win team. Right. Yeah, they need to win uh, this week to – guarantee themselves that sixth win mm-hmm. uh but it's against five and three chatham glenwood yep so that's a a toss-up yep uh there but uh yeah i'm definitely looking out for uh lincoln to see if they can get into the playoffs because it's been a long yep. time it's been since 1984 mm-hmm. they last qualified for the playoffs now so. travis this is why the points are so important you know we mentioned a team like the pirates and how they feel comfortable all right yep Chicago Brother Rice, New Lenox Providence Catholic, LaGrange Park Nazareth Academy, Plainfield North, Lamont High School. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're all at four and four. Points wise, though, 49, 48, 48, 44. That's a lot of points. Yeah. That's not including week nine. That's where they're yeah. at now. Right. Which means that number's only going to go up. Go up. And if you're someone like the Pirates, who we were talking, maybe having 39 or 40 points, these teams are going to leapfrog you mm-hmm. if they get that fifth win. Yeah. That is where I think you are a little concerned. Because, as we talked about, Travis, Chicago Brother Rice is the first 4-4 four and four team. 49 points. They are 72nd. Again, out of that 107 teams. Mm-hmm. They're 72nd. Wow. So that's where the that's where five and three ends. Seventy one teams are five and three, mm-hmm. which means we got a lot of teams that need to win this weekend in order to fill that the rest yeah. of those hundred and seven spots. Yeah. Okay. So let's find our next team. Let's local. Oh, number seventy nine, Travis Seffingham Hearts. Ah, oh, look at that. So, do you feel comfortable, Travis, at seventy nine? I mean, forty one points. 
I thought 41 points, I was feeling pretty comfortable. But now when you put that in perspective of the 70, according to that, yeah, 79. I feel a little bit less confident. I mean, you got, you know, 30, 30 positions to play with, which is not all a whole lot. It doesn't seem like a lot. Especially no. if you don't win. Now, obviously, you have to win to become playoff eligible. Right. And if yeah. you win, you're going to leapfrog a lot of teams that are in front of you. Because right now, you know, Cumberland or FKM has 41 playoff points right now, Travis. Mm-hmm. If they were to get their fifth win, that would put them all the way up to eighth wow. as far as points go. Sure. So a win does wonders for you. Mm-hmm. It gets you have the points. Oh yeah. You just so I I I will say it. I think I feel confident saying this. Win and you're in for FKM. Yeah. I, I would say so too. I I think they're in in some pretty good company. Yeah, I'd say so. Ninety nine, Travis. Mm-hmm. Tuscola. Ooh, starting game. Hundred seven. Yep. Ninety nine number. Thirty six playoff points again. Yeah, you're sweating it out. A win may help you. Thirty six is not a lot. Mm-hmm. No, not a lot at mm-hmm. all. 100, Travis. Uh-huh. Nokomis. Ooh. They're right there on the bubble. They're on the bubble. We're getting closer and closer. Yeah, we're starting starting to get that down there. 101. Uh-huh. Piasaw. Ooh. But Piasaw in, though. In right now. But they got to win. They got to win. They yep, got to win. Of course. 105. Whoa. Argenta. Ooh, Argenta. So Argenta would be one of the final two teams to make it in as we sit right here on this Wednesday mm-hmm. with 36 points. So if you're wanting to know the number right now, right now the number is 36 as far as playoff points go. As we sit here today, yep. 36 points, four and four. So obviously that, that number you think is going to rise mm-hmm. because you're going to get some of these four and four teams who get to five, some four and four teams lose. We'll have some movement. Yeah. But I would say if you're entering this week, 36 is the cutoff. Mm-hmm. And finally, Travis, the last team we're going to talk about, Taylorville. Uh-huh. 138. Ooh. That's not good at all. That's You're needing a lot of teams in front of you to lose. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying a Man. lot. Now, we talked about how that number is 71. That means, to me, Travis, that number 71 tells me 71 teams are guaranteed. Because I do not think that 70 more teams are going to win this weekend. Mm-hmm. That just, math tells you that's not yeah, going to happen. Yeah, it seems like a lot, yeah. So, I, if I'm one of those 71 teams that's 5-3, and three, I'm comfortable. So what does that tell us in the big picture? Again, 107 is the number we're looking for. Mm-hmm. That means, Travis, that there are 70 teams fighting for 30 spots. Wow. That's a pretty big bubble. That is. It's enormous. That is a lot of teams trying to not – not all not all of them are getting in. Mm-hmm. Even if, let's say, again, fighting for 30 spots – If 30 
out of those 70 teams win. Mm-hmm. There's people going home at five and four. Right. If 40, a little more than half of those 70, mm-hmm. there's going to be 10 teams going home at five and four. Yep. That is when, if you are a Cumberland who is on the low end of five and four right now, you're starting to sweat. If that many teams win on Friday, you're going to start sweating then. Mm-hmm. Because then your playoff points will matter. No, yeah. Because, again, IHSA does not do it by class. No. They pick the top 256 mm-hmm. based off of record first, then points. Yeah. So that is why I think you are you're sweating if you're a team like the Pirates right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, so crazy that we uh, a couple years ago one team that sat there at five and four didn't get in, but everybody else did. Yep. And then last year, everybody that was five and four uh, got in. Yep. And now we're talking about this year a a large group of yep. five and four teams could be uh, sitting at, at home yep. and uh, miss out on the playoffs. And and it's crazy to think mm-hmm. because like Taylorville, for example, Travis, they're going to get to five and four. I think they're going to win their game this week. Yeah, I would think so. I think they would be the favorites. But that's not going to be enough to get them in. No. They need teams in front of them to lose, and mm-hmm. quite a few. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, what's also so stressful for Taylorville is just looking on the 4A playoff outlook of, you know, those teams on 5 of 4. You got some. Uh, games that you're like, wow, there's toss up. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mangino, they're playing four and four Plano, so that could go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those two are sitting up 32 and 33 right now. Um, you also have uh, Salem and Charleston. I mean, Salem not on the realm of possibility. They were playing good at the beginning of the season, but they're against Charleston. They're still fighting, so they're still fighting. Um, you know, Chicago DePaul and Chicago LaSalle. I mean, LaSalle's eliminated three and five, but I would consider that a uh, toss-up, Keokia playing O'Fallon. Both those are four and four. Freeburg and Waterloo could go either way, five and three and four and four. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of those games that could possibly go either way as well. And Travis, you mentioned Salem. Mm-hmm. Going back to our big big map. Yep. One fifteen. Ooh. So they they just need to get a win because they're right there on that cusp of a couple four and four teams losing, mm-hmm. and they're in. Right. So they're going to fight hard. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, they need it. They need it. They need it for win number five. But, again, it, it's it's confusing the way IHSA has their website set up because, like, you and me, like, and, and a lot of people look at the classes and decide off of that. Right. And it's not off of that. Yeah, it's the big list, and then they figure out the classes from there. Mm-hmm. So even teams, and we've seen this in the past, Teams that have been on 2A the entire year yep. will get moved to 3A. Right. And you go, how'd that happen? Well, because someone else got moved up along the way. Mm-hmm. It's just, they start, and they start at 8. They start at 8 and go down. So they, they basically pick the the 256, and then kind of the Class 8 is the highest enrollment. And then down from there. And then mm-hmm. down from there. And then... They have on the website, oh, well, this is the the enrollment numbers. Those are estimates. Those are not the the hard, fat numbers they're going by Mm -hmm. as far as the class cutoffs. Yeah. That will fluctuate on Saturday. Mm -hmm. 
Especially, like we said, since 3A seems so soft as far as teams to get in. Mm -hmm. It just... I'm expecting a lot of movement. There's There has been talk, Travis. I mentioned Chicago Brother Rice and their playoff points. There have been talks that if not enough teams make it to five wins, they will get in as a four and five. Hmm. Just because of their playoff points. But again, there's a lot of teams sitting there at four and four. I don't see that happening. And in years past, we've talked about that. Last year, we talked about is a four and five team going to make it? And there ended up being almost exactly 256 five and four teams, and we were good. Yep. I don't think it's going to happen, but they would be the leading candidate for that. But that would need to require a lot of stuff happening mm. as far as needing to, to go, you know, their way. Right. So, yeah. But they're one of those teams, Travis, they get five wins, they're in. A hundred percent. With that many playoff points, oh, yeah. they're getting in. Like, oh, yeah, 100 percent. So, there's a lot in the state of Illinois to be watching Friday. And let's not forget Saturday. There are games on Saturday as well. Yep, there's those Chicago ones yep. that uh, trickle in on yep. a Saturday. And uh, there could be uh, late start times. And so, two, yeah. Two of them to keep an eye on just here off the top of my head, Travis. I'm looking at the 1A. Carrollton and Jacksonville Root. Jacksonville Root's 3-5. and five. Carrollton sitting at 5-3. and three. They play Saturday. And then I mentioned it earlier this week, Red Hill and Carlisle. Yeah, that is a Saturday, Saturday game. Yep. Wow. That's a Saturday game. That's an important one. It is. That's one we're going to have to really keep our eyes on oh, to figure out that that bubble uh, for uh, both 1 and 2A. Because Carlisle is right there in the thick of it in 2A. Red Hill right there in the thick of it at 1A. Um, oh, man. It's a Saturday. Yep. yep. It's crazy. Um, and then you mentioned a lot of the Chicago games, some on Friday, some on Thursday, some on Saturday. That will affect, uh, you know, some of the, the, the playoff um, positioning and, and figuring out. So, uh, yeah, A couple Thursday matchups. Yeah, a couple Thursday matchups that will affect some things, especially as you get in the higher classes, mm-hmm. um, which we, again, we don't normally talk about the higher classes. But when we start talking playoffs, you have to start have at to. the higher classes first. Because that's what IHSA does. And those numbers are a lot less. You know, in 6A, Travis, there's 34 teams still eligible. 7A, there's 36. 8A, Travis, there is 35. And let's not forget that there could be a 5-4 and four conference representative in 8A. Which, again, that could be possible that there could be a 4-5 and five conference representative mm-hmm. in the bigger cl- classes that gets in. The trickle down of that is: Does a five and four team then miss out because of that? Because mm-hmm. conference reps always get in. Yep. Right. That's and if why your conference so is only five teams conference. deep, and you win all five of those games, and those are the only games you won all year, or you know, if it, there's five teams in your conference, I mean, uh, so you have to have six. Not in Chicago. It doesn't apply to Chicago. Nope. Nope. Chicago City Leagues have different rules. Hmm. Now it gets us back into the argument of, uh, um, sure, you know, uh, uh, public and private, and mm-hmm. man, look at that uh, matchup on uh, Saturday there in eight A and seven A. Loyola Academy currently mm-hmm. ranked number one 
on here. They're against number one in 7A, Chicago yep. Mount Carmel. Yep. Yeah, what a matchup in week nine. But for for example, Travis, I'm looking at the CCL ESCC Orange Division. Okay. What? Which is the Chicago <laughs> Catholic League. Um, blah blah blah. There's in, too many. Letters. In the Orange Division, there are four teams. Okay. Uh. They are all one and one right now. In conference. <laughs> if Lagrange Park or Oak Park win. And the team that they lost to loses, they're going to be the conference rep sitting there at five and four. <laughs> uh, interesting. It's that's the way it is up in up in Chicago. They don't have they have those four team conferences really kind of mess with things. Four, five, six. Six different ones mm-hmm. on the CCL, ESCC, yep. and six colors represented. Yep. Blue, green, orange, purple, red, white. Yep. Wow. Those are the private schools. Now, the, the Chicago public schools, um, there's only a few of them that, that make it in. As um, Like the Blue West, for example, is not eligible for the playoffs. Blue South, not eligible. Blue North, not eligible. Blue Central, not eligible for... For any playoff participation. Oh man, the blue central, blue north, blue south, blue mm-hmm. west. But red is, white central is, white northwest is, white south central, and white southwest, as well as white west, can all make the playoffs. Jeez. <sighs> so complicated. It is. <clears throat> and it I is. thought a like, large, small division or a black and blue or yep. blue and red. Division was complicated. Also, Travis, in the heart of Illinois, which is which is kind of closer to us, that's where Fisher is. Heart of Illinois Conference in the small division, they only have five teams. But I think it's because it's a division. Maybe why they're only allowed five. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't know if that's how that works. All works to me. It's a different rules with a large and small division, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. So... I mean, I guess that's maybe one of the reasons why Heart of Illinois and the CIC are going to be together uh, together and merged yeah. there, yep. I guess. So, so yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun night on Saturday. I hope you all join us. Yeah, for sure. Seven, seven to nine is when we'll be on the air. Yes. Stay up. Well, say stay up late. It's not late for me. It's late for me. No, it's late for Eric, but that's okay. It's okay. We got to figure out the playoffs. We got to figure out where our area teams are going. Yep. And planning out trips. Oh yeah. Scouting. Scouting. I don't know about scouting, but planning trips for sure. Scout them out, and some some teams don't even don't have to worry about uh, the travel because they're staying home. Yep. So they gotta. Look at who's coming to their parts, and we and get some, the the big map. Some teams just want to play spoiler. Exactly. And Travis, if there is a team I'm going to root for this weekend that is nowhere near us, isn't going to make the playoffs, but I want to root for them, it is Chicago Tilden Co-op. Uh huh. This Why season, is that? 
they have not scored. <laughs> wow. They are 0-6, and they've been outscored 0-43. to Oh. Well, it seems like they've struggled to find Well, they've games. had a lot of forfeits. So, yeah, in say. fact, it looks like their game for that they're done for the season. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will not be rooting for them. Well, then. unfortunately, you can't because they're not playing. Yes. So. I was trying to get a head start on our, our beast of the year. So, I'm going through <laughs> and looking at who sure. scored the most points. Chicago Noble has scored 32 points this whole season. Chicago AS Pira Business and Finance, Travis. Uh, they have scored six points all year, and they've played every game. Six points. That, or excuse me, they've scored ten points. They've given up three hundred and twenty-five. Hmm. Rough. Their closest game that they won, they won two to nothing. <laughs> two to nothing. Two to nothing. They won. We won it on a safety. Hmm. <laughs> Nice. But other than that, they they, they they haven't been good. So trying to find our, our, our beasts of the year, at least get get the short answers. Who's in contention for it? So we'll we may announce that next week at some point in time. But yeah, should be uh should be a good week. Should be good. Should be a uh fun fun times. Yep high school football so uh think that will yeah i got nothing else i think that'll do it yeah i think that uh wraps it up uh, for uh, today so uh we'll get on out of here and get going so uh we'll be back tomorrow and we'll talk about the alcs the Astros can win or not. We'll have a couple of area coaches as well. Hopefully, you're going to be joining us on tomorrow's program mm-hmm. as well. And so, until the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We will talk to you on your Thursday. Have a great rest of your day, evening. Peace out. Mm-hmm.